Hello everybody, welcome back to On The Wagon. I am Corey Mason. Today's episode, I got to interview my really good friend and brother in sobriety and metal detecting Charles Schaefer. Give it a listen and hope you enjoy. What's going on, Charles, man? Thanks so freaking much for coming on, dude. I wanted to ask you about doing this for a while. Um, well, for a while, ever since I started thinking of doing a podcast. Um, but I mean, how do you ask someone like, hey, man, will you come on my podcast? You know what I mean? Yeah. Sometimes it's like uh, I, I don't want to ask because I don't want you to feel bad to say no or feel like you have to say yes. So when you reached out to me, I'm like, hell yeah, man. Like, yeah, you're definitely. Well, yeah, you're definitely yeah, one of the guys I've always had in mind. Like when 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 I first found out that you were going through it, too, Um all but like three months ahead of me, which is even better. Like you're like a few steps ahead of me and I, you know, I can really like ride your coattails if that makes sense. You know, it really helps me out. So yeah, I appreciate you bringing me on. Um, so uh, when we talked, you know, I didn't, I didn't know you were going to do a podcast. And when I heard about it, I was kind of hoping maybe you could reach out because I feel, I feel like finally I can, I can help other people, you know, Yeah, that's awesome. Good. So I appreciate you bringing me on here and giving me this opportunity. I look at it as an opportunity. So thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, if you hear that rumbling in the background, uh, that's, that's the wind howling right out the window. Yeah, here. Yeah. It's, it's pretty hey, nice. Same, up here, on the same here, man. 1970s windows. <laughs> oh, gotta love it. They'll be whistling. <laughs> nice. Uh, for everyone who doesn't know Charles, um, really good friend of mine. I met you, what, maybe two years ago, year and a half, two years ago. Um, yeah. when I started getting into metal detecting, uh, as one of my hobbies, um, weird enough, like we'll speak about hobbies then. Um, but you know, I started metal detecting when, you know, when I was still drinking. Um, mm. and you know, today, Oh, by the way, also today is my one year sobriety anniversary. Like today awesome, is, man. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. That's awesome. It's yeah. such a great feeling too. It really is. It really Hit is. That milestone. Absolutely. But uh so I met you through metal detecting through a lot of mutual friends and um yeah, dude, I mean, we've been uh pretty pretty close metal detecting wise and friend wise since then. Um so yeah, like I said before, uh I didn't know you were sober until uh, a little bit into our, um, in, into our friendship. And then once I found that out, I think I found out when I, when I came out as like, I'm done drinking, you're like, Oh, by the way, dude, if you ever need someone to talk to, I'm on the yeah. same journey all but yeah. like three months ahead of you. I was like, get out of here, dude. Cool. Yeah. So everybody, Charles Schaefer. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, I, uh, you know, it's, um, I just kind of, you know, I'll touch base on where it all began. You know, I feel like sometimes that's important for sure. Yep. People. Um, but if you don't mind me sharing a little bit of my story, no, please do, man. Um, share everything that you're comfortable sharing. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll just try to touch on some things cause it, it'll, it's a very long story, but, uh, so I would, I would say is the beginning of drinking for me is you know maybe a pretty common one um i just as a kid i wanted to fit in you know 
So I, I grew up around adults that, you know, were drinking and stuff. And, you know, when you see something like that as a, as a kid, you start to think, you know, it's kind of normal. You know what I mean? For sure. Yep. Um, I hear that a hundred percent. You know, when you feel not noticed on top of it, it's even something else, you know? So when I was about eight years old, um, was when I actually had my first sip. Um, adults were having a party and I'm running around with my neighborhood friends and it was an outside party and there were coolers, you know, off to the side and it was like, Hey, let's go check it out. You know? So, you know, when, a, when the sun went down, it was a little easier to sneak over to the cooler and pop open, uh, take a couple. Oh, so for they, sure. They were small little pony bottles of rolling rock, you know? Oh, so rolling we, rock. We grabbed a few of those, ran off into the woods, you know, popped them open and, of course, they were disgusting, you know. Oh, yeah, for like, sure. Yeah, but everybody else is doing it. So uh, that was kind of my first sip, actually, at eight years old. Um, and then, you know, I remember, you know, having a few and just feeling real silly and, you know, numbed out. Um, so being that I kind of grew up in a broken home, that feeling was, was a great feeling to me, you know, to not mm -hmm. feel, you know, to not feel. So, um, I found something that kind of eased the pain a little bit. So, um, that started my journey in drinking. Of course I wasn't drinking heavily at eight years old, but that was just the intro. And For sure. as, yeah. you know, as I got older, I kept, dabbling with it you know um and then one of my two of my close friends their dad was a drinker um and oh he always had it around so you know it was easy to, to take a few here and there you know but it you know it progressed over the years mm -hmm. um, and uh it just you know kept I you know i turned into a weekend warrior yep you know that and then and then after that, it just started, you know, once or twice during the week. And then, uh, of course, towards the end, it was almost every day. You mm -hmm. know? So there for a long time, you kind of tell your, it, it, it was, it's confusing when you're the drinker and, and you're, you're thinking, well, where, where do you come to a point where you say, well, this is a problem? You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I yeah, definitely so, know what you mean. Or, or you know, it's a problem, but you're just like, oh, whatever. You know, um, it's a problem. I'll deal with it at some other point. I'm good now, though. Yeah. 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 You kind of talk, talk yourself into it. At least I did. Yeah. For me, um, you know, of course, alcohol brought on a lot of trouble, you know. Mm -hmm. So, uh, and unfortunately, I had to learn the hard way. You know, I didn't. You know, it's like sticking a butter knife in a toaster, you know, you, you know, you don't like to get shocked, but you know, let's try it again, you know? Oh, for uh, sure. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, uh, over the years, you know, it was just mound, you know, mounding up all the, the, the trouble I got into and, you know, the, all the stuff that comes with it, you know, it was finally like 
I got to make a change, you know? Right. I got to, you know, try to, I've tried to quit a few times before and I only made it, you know, a few months. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, it's, and tomorrow, you know, it's, I, I, I take this one day at a time because tomorrow I can't think that far ahead. You know, I gotta be in the moment today, you know, because if I think, man, I gotta be sober for the next, you know, 50 years, that's yeah, overwhelming. That's a, a long time. I'm glad yeah. you said that. Cause I feel the same way. Like I, I tell myself, I'm like, they're like, well, like I'll get asked, honestly, are you done drinking forever? I'm like, I like well, well, number one, how do you ask somebody if they're done drinking forever? Like, you know what I mean? That's like asking somebody, are, are you done having cancer forever? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like, dude, I hope so. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. Like, no, I'm done for now. Like I'm, I'm good where I'm at now. I'm super happy now. I don't drink now. Yeah. Um, the future is the future. I'll deal with it when I get to that point. But yeah, I'm done drinking for the foreseeable future at least. Yeah, yeah. So I mean that's normally my answer. It goes right along with yours. Like one day at a time, like Yeah. It's now yeah, I don't drink now. Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned mentioned it in that way because, you know, as far as I've known is alcoholism is a is a disease, you know, it's uh it's a sickness. You know, um and that also can play into friends and family of an alcoholic, you know, mm -hmm. um, I've gone in, you know, I've been in AA meetings, obviously, but I've also by accidentally went to Al-Anon meetings, which was a good, it was a good mistake because I got sure. to sit in with people that are on the outside looking in at an alcoholic. You know? Right. Yeah. Get their perspective on it. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that would be interesting to, uh, attend I think it was you know I actually went to go to a meeting that I thought was AA and I went in I sat down and I'm like the atmosphere is a little bit different oh, <laughs> you yeah. know I'm sitting there and then, and then they're like you know welcome to Al-Anon and I'm like okay okay it looked, is different <laughs> yeah and they looked at me and they're like you're not in the right place are you <laughs> I said no but you know what do you mind if I stay and and I and they said no no so I wanted that perspective because I didn't get a lot of opportunity to step outside of myself mm -hmm. as a friend or family to look at myself. You right. know? So um, when I started, you know, understanding, understanding it better, it helped me change, you know, as well, you know, cause it's like, it's easy for friends and family to, to look at a drinker and, and be upset about them, you know, and disgusted about behaviors or whatever. Yep. Until they understand that it is a disease, that it's something that you carry with you every day. And, you, you know, you got to fight this every single minute, you know. Yep. Mm -hmm. um, so to have that outside perspective, it also made me realize even more how my family was feeling. And I say that I say what I've put them through. Mm -hmm. That's kind of, that's kind of tough for me to, to say it in that way because I never purposely wanted to put them through things. Yeah. I guess just, we never do, do we? Yeah. It's just that I was, you know, I was struggling, you know? Yep. Um, so I, I, I try not to, you know, beat myself up over it. 
you know, and say, Hey, I, you know, I dragged my family through the coals and this and that. And it's, you know, that's never going to help. So I just kind of, you know, I, I asked for forgiveness and, and they've always stood by me, you know, and they've supported me through everything, even getting sober. So good, you know, man, that's huge. Yeah. That so is we huge. All, we all make, you know, mistakes and fight, fight, um, diseases and stuff. So, but we're here now, you know, we're fighting and, and I finally had the opportunity to speak from a sober mind, you know, so yeah, it's pretty, pretty awesome, isn't it? Yeah. It feels great. I mean, um, I, I, I would assume you experience this too. Um, I'd say maybe, you know, once I came to the realization, uh, which would be this day a year ago when I woke up, um, that like, I, I I'm done. Um, it, it was, I don't want to sound corny and say it was like a religious experience, but it really was. It was like a spiritual awakening, awakening for me, like a self awakening. Yeah. Cause I finally like, uh, you, you can't really stop drinking for other people. You have to stop drinking for yourself, regardless of, like you said, dragging family through it. Like, I, th- I think I talked about, yeah, I talked about it in my last last episode, which would have been last night a year ago, the last night that I drank and what I did and what I put those that I love, uh, you know, those around me that I love through. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, when I when I finally said, like, dude, I'm done, like. Pfft, and I meant it and I knew I meant it. It was like a huge weight off my shoulders, a spiritual awakening. And I mean, after you get through the fog of the first few days and you're like, you, the, the train starts moving. Yeah. I, it dude, like I was a new man, like all my energy started coming back. Um, mm-hmm. I started like getting into things that, you know, I, like my passions from the past, like flying, I started looking into flying again. Um, metal detecting took a new turn. Like I'm like, all right, like I'm <laughs> of sound mind. I can actually like really dig into this. No, well, yeah, well, yeah pun intended, dig into it. Yeah. <laughs> um, started getting into woodworking cause I, I always wanted to have a lathe, but I always made a, made an excuse not to get one. Well, now yeah. that I wasn't spending money on alcohol, I had all kinds of money. And yeah. I was like, well, I'm going to go buy a lathe. And I did started <laughs> turning wood and it's freaking awesome. I love it. Um, yeah, it's, it's amazing how much cash uh, appears in your wallet when you quit drinking. You know? How about it? How about it? Like, <laughs> so I have a, I'm going to call it an allowance. It's an adult allowance. So yep. Lindsay and I have, you know, a joint account checking savings and all that. Um, but early on we set up, like I kept my uh, military bank account, my, U- my USAA account just yeah. because it's something you have and it's, you know, good to have. I'm like, well, I kind of want mo- like money, like funny money, you know? So I'm not raiding. Well, one, I was still drinking at the time when we set it up. So I didn't want to yeah. raid the checking account. And I mean, that's a telltale sign. Like Corey, why is the liquor store on here three times today? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. I originally set up an allowance of like $200 a month that I kept in my funny money account. And that's usually what I use to drink. So once yeah. I stopped drinking, I always had that money there and which will carry into the next month. I'm like, Oh my God, like I can go out and get cool things like useful things. So it was pretty neat. Yeah. Um, um, 
if you don't mind, I'm going to touch on what you said. Uh, for sure, please. Kind of, you opened it up for me. Um, the spiritual experience, um, uh, and I'm I'm going to talk about metal detecting too, because you know that's that's a big part of my life. Um, right, right at the end, the last time I I decided I'm I'm done drinking. Um, so I put the bottle down, and literally within. I'd say a couple weeks, I went out and I was like really gung ho this time, you know, it was like, mm -hmm. you know, I, every time I always say, every time you fall down, you shouldn't be defined by falling down and failing. It's how quick you get back up and you keep 100%. going, you know? So I, I, I actually got sober for about five months, picked back up only for about a month, which is actually a short time. Cause the last time I picked up there went seven whole years. Yeah. Um, so that's how powerful it is. If you pick back up, they always say, you never know when you're going to put back down. Yeah, and that's right. true. You know, it was like, I, I almost had a year, you know, many years ago I had 11 months and then I picked back up and there went seven more years of my life. Wow. And then I sobered up again for five months, picked back up for one month and jumped back on. And I said, you know what? I, I got to get back to being sober again. And the yeah. last time, um, you know, what, 15 months ago or so. Um, so I went metal detecting two weeks into it with my brother. And I'm big on, you know, things happen for a reason and there's signs and everything in life. Uh, that day I dug... I dug an 1800s Serenity Prayer medallion. Oh wow! And it, it, I, the hairs stood up on my arm that day. Yeah, I just got chills. You know, I, I brought this. The reason I knew it was 1800s is because it was written in a, in a different way than it is today. The Serenity like Prayer, ye old or whatever, yeah, however yeah. they talk. Yeah. So. I dug it up, you know, I'm cleaning it up and my brother's there. My brother has always wanted me to be sober and, you know, he, mm -hmm. he always tried to help me. He was a, he was a great role model for me, but I never listened. But anyway, that day we dug this thing up, I'm cleaning it off and I'm like, wow, it's the serenity prayer. And he goes, if that's not a sign, I don't know what is, you know? Dude, that's awesome. And I, I cleaned it up and I, I put a hook on it and I have it on my keys, you know, and I just feel like stuff like that happens for a reason, you know, and there's a sign and there's a message there. However, anyone wants to look at it, you know, you can look at it, call it a higher power. Um, and it, it, that was a spiritual experience there. Um, but, uh, and the biggest thing too, like you're mentioning hobbies and stuff, one big, it, sometimes one word can change how you look at something. And one word hit me like a ton of bricks when I got sober this time. And, and the word is potential. Nice. Um, when I think about all the potential that I have, that when I was drinking, it got kind of taken away, you know, on the back burner. Mm -hmm. um, 
the potential to be a, a better father, a better brother, you know, a better coworker, you know. It's amazing that when I got sober and I kept, you know, getting time, the further I got along, the more potential started coming back, you know, the my everything is so much better, you know. I, I get so much more done. I'm more productive and on point at work. Um, I've always been good at my job, but now I'm, you know, I'm just so sharp. You know, you feel a lot more sharp. Your mind is working better. You know, everything is just, you know, your body. I used to feel real tired all the time, you know, hung over. Now it's like, it's just, it's an amazing feeling to be sober and, and to, you know, do hob, you know, luckily I never associated drinking with metal detecting. So metal detecting actually helped me, um, stay sober. You know, if you can find something that you don't associate drinking with or find a new hobby, you know, Mm -hmm. express everything and put your, you know, potential into it. You're going to, you're going to be amazed. Yep. And that was one of another one of my issues. I associated um, drinking with everything, uh, you know, going to a wedding that, that was a big drink fest. Do they have an open bar? Yes. Awesome. Do they have an open bar? No. Oh, dude, do we even have to go? Like, man, mm-hmm. we're going to spend a lot of money drinking. Um, of course, you can't fly airplanes drinking. I That's one thing I honestly never even tried or yeah, would yeah. try. Um, but yeah, like. It, it, it's it's weird that when when you're when you're in whatever you want to call it when you're in the in the fog yeah. um everything has to do with drinking oh yeah yeah it's it's great you brought that up too because uh last night i had a work party um and when you know we're driving there i'm in the car with my girlfriend and i said you know I used to have to drink to go to these things. Oh, dude, yeah. You know, Pre-game like, before you get there uh, and everything. Yeah, and 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 I'm like, you know, most of that is because it, you know, I have anxiety too. So it, it turns out I do too now that I don't yeah, drink. Yeah. I I'm like, "Oh, okay." You know, I feel like there is a big connection between substances and and uh feeling anxiety mm-hmm. um because i used to feel a lot more anxiety when i was drinking and i'd be, be hung over or whatever mm-hmm. the further i get into my sobriety the less anxiety i'm starting to feel too it was a little raw in the beginning mm-hmm. but i'm still trying to learn how to live sober you know what i mean yeah so, it's uh I, I think that's a never-ending thing i think it's yeah. a not, so, not in a bad way either <laughs> Yeah, so this past, I would say in the past couple months, like early on in my sobriety, I didn't even put myself in these difficult situations. You know, I knew that, you know, I I wasn't going to go to this restaurant that had a bar sitting, you know, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. But in the last few months now that I'm over a year, I finally went to my first concert ever and didn't have a drink there and completely awesome. sober. And guess what? It's the first concert I remember. It's freaking blast. Wasn't it? You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, and I think about that too. You know, I, I've yep. been going to concerts ever since I've been 18 
Yep, same. I've been trashed for all of them, you know. Oh yeah. I went and seen some of my favorite bands, but I can't remember it. Yeah. Uh, so uh, we just went and seen the Red Hot Chili Peppers in Philadelphia. It was nice. my first time completely sober. It was a little nerve wracking at first, though. Yeah, just, yeah. You know, I'm sitting in the middle of like, you know, I don't know, forty, fifty thousand people, and I'm like, oh yeah, <laughs> you know, oh but yeah. As the night went on, and you know, they came on stage, it felt amazing that I was so in tune with, you know, everything that was going on. You know, yeah, I, I can totally relate with that. I've started going to see Dead and Company concerts, um, and course i'm not drinking i've been to two sober now yeah or, or we'll say two alcohol free yeah. um and do, what an experience like yeah. it, it like you're a hundred percent there you take it all in for for better or for worse yeah. yeah and dude it's just it's it's a new world like literally yeah. it's a new world and it's awesome so much yeah. brighter yeah that and you know back to the work party thing, you know, I was like, you know, I, I could never go to these events sober before. I, I've always felt like I had to get a couple in my system just to feel okay enough to be in that atmosphere, you know, for sure. Yep. And, uh, and then, and then, you know, also it's, 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 a uh, shocking. Cause when you, you know, you see certain people that knew you drank and then all of a sudden you're not drinking, you know, they're like, aren't you going to get a beer? And I'm like, no, nah, no, nah, I'm cool with yeah. coffee. You know, I'm cool with the water. Yep. And they're like, seriously? I'm like, yeah, yeah. You know. <laughs> but yeah, um, I've gotten a few of those looks and remarks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I kind of, uh, you know, I kind of kept myself out of those areas initially. I mean, I still, I'm, I'm not putting myself in those, you know, mm -hmm. what I would consider tempting situations you know mm -hmm. if i if i can control it or i don't feel well enough i won't even go you know if i don't Good. feel you know and i even said to my friends because every so often you know i'll still get together with my friends we'll yep. shoot a game of pool here and there and i told them flat out i said look if i start to feel a little uncomfortable i'm just gonna head out don't right. take offense to it i just i gotta protect me first yeah you know and that's part of that's part of being alcohol free and trying to better your life is that you have to put yourself first because if you don't, you, you're no good to anything else. You know what I mean? You, you, know, you, you are the foundation. So you have to come first. And that's, you know, another thing I started doing was, you know, the term is self love, you know, mm -hmm. I've, neglected myself too all these years not only did i neglect my friends family work everything myself now it's time to take care of me so i can be there for my family and you know and be you know without without keeping myself straight i have nothing to offer you know what i mean yeah you got to start with number one right yeah it's it's amazing i i mean i I can't say enough about every day that that I'm sober, all the wonderful things that I see come my way and, and just how people see me shining, you know, and it's like, you know, they say something and I'm like, really? Okay. Yeah. That's awesome. You know, it's, 
it comes down to even something small like um so i have blue eyes right and mm-hmm. um when i was younger like high school my eyes were like like my oldest son's eyes he has my old blue eyes i mean they just his eyes beam blue you know what i mean yeah, yeah. and i used to have eyes like that i was kind of pretty pumped about him like yeah i might not have everything but i got some really cool blue eyes you know what i mean <laughs> but uh through through the fog of alcohol and drinking every single night i drank every night i drank vodka every single night sometimes yeah. half a bottle sometimes more every yeah. single night i always found a way to drink yeah but i mean you could see people you can see the physical effects and one of my biggest physical effects other than being a fatty is uh my my eyes man they just weren't bright you know they were just grayish blue yeah i've noticed since i quit drinking my eye color is coming back wow like i i feel healthier and i like look wise i look healthier yeah so i mean it's it's just it it's just it's literally life-changing i know people say that all the time it's like a uh, uh, whatever you want to call it, um, a tag word or whatever, but it, it literally is life changing. I mean, it. Oh yeah. Everything yeah. has turned around. You brought up work. Um, I've gotten a promotion in the last year since I quit drinking. Like awesome. a, one that I really wanted and was really fighting for, and finally got it. Now that I'm of clear mind, like yeah, work yeah. noticed. You know what I mean? Um, everything that goes along with it. It's just my my kids are proud of me. My son, my oldest son said to me we were down he's a marine um so we were down there around the campfire um of course i wasn't drinking and we were just talking at night and he's like dad i really gotta tell you he's like i i kind of hated you for a long time like we love each other unconditionally yeah but he's like yeah you were you're i kind of thought of you as like you're kind of a dick is kind of how he put it to me like well shit dude that sucks you know you don't want your son saying that He's like, but since you've quit drinking in the last year, he's like, I, I am so proud of you, and you are like my best friend again, and I love it. And Dad, wow. seriously, I'm so proud of you. Like, I cried. Yeah, I well, in front of everyone. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, that puts a knot in my throat, man. It's, it's yeah, it's you know, same with with my daughter. It's like that's that's uh, you know, a clear sign of your progress too you know it's mm-hmm. like your friends and family and you know my daughter same same thing you know unfortunately she i didn't drink around her a lot but mm-hmm. towards the end i was you know right um and uh so she's always you know she's always on heightened alert you know looking at my cups and she's like oh yeah. you're still not drinking i'm like no still not drinking, you know, and she's like, you know, I'm proud of you. And, uh, you know, awesome, you man. can see, you know, you can see the, the happiness there. You know what I mean? Cause yes. it, yep. it's just, you know, again, I have the potential to be, um, more present in, in her, what she's going through too. Cause like back when I drank, I was in such a fog. I like, mm-hmm. I like that word because it, it explains a lot when you're drinking and then the next day you're hung over and you're drinking yep. and you're back and it's a seesaw and you're never really, you're never really clear and crisp, you know? So now, you know, of course I, I felt bad for not being that aware before, 
but now I have the opportunity to, you know, hey, how you feel, you know, worrying more about, you know, how they're feeling and what I can do to help and everything mm -hmm. else, you know, it's like before and, and I want to touch on emotions too, because like, again, this could be going down another path, but I feel like a lot of people have this, you know, misconception that, you know, you might be suffering with certain, you know, this, you know, ADHD or depression or all any different emotions, but until you clear out the substances in your system, you don't know exactly where that's coming from. Meaning I struggled more with my emotions when I was drinking. And even though it seems simple to, to dissect now in the moment you're thinking, well, I, you know, for myself, I'm just an, you know, I'm, I'm an emotional wreck. Right. But in my mind, it was like, Oh, it has nothing to do with the drinking. Yeah. But it, really, <laughs> it had a lot to do with the drinking. Yeah. Know? I was uh, more edgy, more angry, uh, more emotional. Like it was a roller coaster, you know. And as far as I know, alcohol is one of the only substances that is a stimulant and a depressant. Yeah, it, it is a stimulant. You know, when you're first and you know introducing it to your system, and as the time goes on, you, it becomes a depressant. So you're you're constantly up and down, up and down. And your emotions are all over the place. So it's, and again, how can I be emotionally mature for my daughter if I can't be it for myself? You know? Well said. So emotions, emotions and potential are like the two key things that I think about throughout this whole journey. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. So. And those are two huge things that, I mean that directly relate to your own well-being. I mean, to realize that you have potential. I mean, that's a huge self-reflection, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Oh, I'm not I'm not a I'm really not a shitbag. I Yeah. <laughs> I do have potential. I do have skills. I am a smart guy. Um I am likable. People like me for who I am. Well, most people, but yeah. can't please I like all. I like you, Corey. <laughs> hey, thanks, brother. I appreciate that. I appreciate it. And I like you too, Charles. Um, both both our beards are looking healthier these dude, days. Dude, they are, man. I wish I I wish I could have got my camera situated and I would have put this out with the <laughs> podcast because they are pretty stellar, if I must say so. I just need a little better light in here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I still gotta work work on the mustache thing. Get the get yeah. the curl on the ends, but it'll get there. Um but yeah, so self reflection, man, potential. I'm, for you to bring up potential and like knowing that you have potential, I mean that to hear you say that it makes my heart happy yeah. to like when you said that and for me to realize it for myself, if that makes sense, if I'm not blabbering on, I mean, it, it's just, it's, it's huge, man. It really yeah. is. Um, so for, for everyone out there that may be on the fence, like I'm, I'm not a preaching guy, you know, I'm not preaching, quit drinking. I don't judge you for drinking. I'll still hang out with you when you're drinking. It's, it's, you know, that's, it's on you, but if, yeah, like if, if you're listening to this and you're on the fence, like just realize, man, like there's so much that changes when you don't drink. I, I know not everyone has a problem drinking. Some people can drink and be fine and it's, it's normal for them, but obviously you and I aren't those people, Charles. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, just guys realize that it, 
I hope you take the good out of this conversation. Like this is seriously life changing for us. And I know it can be for a lot of other people. Oh yeah. So yeah, um, I, I mean, forgot. I, I highly, you know, I highly recommend trying if, if, if it, if it's become unmanageable, you know what I mean? Like you talk yeah, about drinkers exactly. that, you know, I, the normal drinkers, we call them is like right. you know, somebody that, and I never understood that stood my friends that were like that they're like hey let's go out for a drink and i'm like yeah a drink i'm, I'm like, like why that's a waste, that's a waste. Money, man. <laughs> yeah i'd rather just time. get a lemon water you know what i mean <laughs> yeah exactly exactly like, if i'm going out to drink i'm getting drunk you know that there was yep. no like one beer or in between it was like if i'm gonna drink i'm gonna drink you know yeah like sure i enjoyed the taste of a lot of things but i drank to get drunk that's why yeah I drank. yeah yeah. So, I mean, I know a lot of people like even like when I got sober, you do run into your friends are real like leery, you know, like mm-hmm. you, you you will maybe feel a little bit outcasted for a moment just because mm-hmm. it, it, most of it's because people are just trying to adjust and they're not sure what they can and can't do or say around you and stuff like that. But And don't want to be the person that triggers your kind of deal. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, and I'm like you, you know, like when I decided I was going to stop drinking and be alcohol free, I told my friends, guys, don't change, you know, yeah, just be you, you know, this is my decision. You know, I love you guys no matter what, you know, this is just me, you know what I mean? Yep. And, uh, now it's, you know, like, you know, we don't hang out a lot, but periodically if we do, we'll go shoot pool. You know, they have yep. their drinks. So I'm drinking, sure. a, you know, a soda. It's, it's fun. And they, some of them don't understand yet, but, um, you know, it's not, it's just, I say, this is my deal, man. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not judging you. I don't look at yeah. you any differently. Um, and everything's back to normal. You know what I mean? It's just that initial, like, Oh no, my buddy stopped drinking, you know? Yeah. How are we going to have fun, you know? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, but we have, and then, you know, fun, fun too. I didn't know how I was going to have fun anymore. But now that time's gone on, I've learned how to laugh and have fun again without that. You know what I mean? Oh, it's yeah. Like, it's like, it's crazy. But it's it's a little bit of a, an adjustment for sure, you know? Right. But it is is amazing to see all the positive that comes along with it. So, um, yeah, it is. And the whole fun part. Um, so I think part of, and I know not everyone can do this. Um, but part, part of the thing that made me successful this time, one, well, one, I, I wanted to do it. Like I knew I had to, and it was on me. Uh, but two, I, I sort of turned not drinking into a hobby. So I, I do like the complex cocktails. Like I like, I do like the taste of them regardless of when I drank. I still like the taste, but I yeah. drank to get drunk. It was right. the alcohol that messed me up, not the drink, not the flavor. So um, I started to experiment with like non-alcoholic versions of cocktails. People call them mocktails. Some, it drives some people nuts when you say mocktail, but I think <laughs> it's kind of clever. I don't yeah. know. Um. But like there, there are adult drinks, adult beverages that don't contain alcohol that are still fun to drink. Yeah. And for me, it's not triggering. I know it would be for some people, 
I'm not sure yeah. if it would be for you or not. And I, that's, I, I'm not even going to ask because that, you know, yeah. that's, it's your own personal thing. But yeah. I know for me, it, that has helped me um, yeah. immensely because I, I made it fun. It, it had to be fun for me and I made it fun. And here I am a year later and I'm freaking loving it. I yeah. like, I really do. Like, I love it. I love not drinking. Yeah. Yeah. Weirdest thing in the world. Never thought I'd say that. Yeah. <laughs> now, you know, I, uh, you know, I'm going to ride off what you just said is, you know, I did jump into AA initially, um, mm-hmm. but what I, what, how I look at it is not everything is meant for everyone, you know? Yep. So if you can find a way to, you know, get sober, be alcohol free, you know, by doing, you know, whatever, you know, something fun or AA or traveling or anything. Sure. You know, that's great. You know, not it, this isn't, we're not cookie cutters, you know, we're, we're human beings. We all have a lot of differences. Um, so for me though, at the time I lived completely alone and I tried to quit before and it just didn't work those ways. So I was like, you know what, what the heck, let me give this a try. Yep. Um, I, I was in AA before, but of course I was never serious. I always, I was like, looked at it as like a cult type thing. I, I Same. The, I'm the with cliche, you on that. You know, the cliche sayings and this and that. And I'm like, okay, you know, but finally I was like, you know what? I'm sitting in this empty house all by myself. I don't see my kids all the time. I come home. I work hard. I come home. I sit alone. The loneliness is what can get you big time. Yeah. You know, I agree so with that. I'm trying to, you know, be sober, not drink. And I'm sitting in this empty house all by myself every day. And it's like, you know what? I need something. So I, I was like, you know what? What the heck? I'm going to get into AA. I'm going to dig in deep. Um, I, I can't say that I'm super into it today, but when I started to get me as far as I am now, Mm -hmm. that, that helped tremendously. I couldn't have done it without it. And that's huge, man. But again, there's, however it suits the person. I just knew that for myself sitting in an empty house with no support, I would have went back again. So I needed to get in something. AA was, AA is on Zoom now. You know, you can get in there. You can jump in a yep. meeting. You can jump in a meeting that's in Hawaii from your from your comfort of your own home. You nice. know, it's really easy. Um, and and it helped me. I got a sponsor, and that was just a big help for me to get past all the the struggles especially when I was sitting here alone, you know, mm-hmm. I feel like it would have been a little bit different if I would have had a wife here, or, mm-hmm. you know, family around me. Um, but that's what I needed to do to get this far. And I still, I still go to a meeting here and there, but I'm not super saturated with it. You know, some right. people like to go real far with it. You know, I'm kind yep. of, I guess I'm kind of just, I want to keep myself balanced. I feel like if I put too much on my shoulders, I might crack. You know, if I don't put enough, I might crack, you know. So 
I have to wake up every day and say, how much can I handle mentally to keep myself where I'm at? You know, and if, I, if I'm feeling a little bit weak, I have support. I can call somebody, you know what I mean? Yeah, which is um, huge. Yeah, but uh, I and I, I've been watching you through your mocktail journey and, you know, I've been watching some episodes and I, I've, you know, I admire that dedication and a lot of skill involved there. You know what I mean? Like I actually went to school to be a bartender. Uh, oh, no kidding. I didn't know that. Yeah, I'm a certified bartender, but that was another thing. It was like I went to school for bartending at one time thinking, man, I can't wait to get in that field and sure. make all kinds of money. And then yep. I'm like, and then and then I got my certificate. I I passed the testing at the end and got certified and everything. You had to make like 12 drinks perfectly with the perfect garnishes and everything within like Actually, I think they gave you a maximum of certain amount of minutes. Well, I actually, yeah. broke, I broke the school record nice. on how fast nice. I made them and everything. And I'm no like, kidding. oh, this is going to be great. So I got yeah. my certificate, and then I, I got my certificate, and then I'm like looking around for jobs, and I'm thinking in the back of my head, but I'm an alcoholic. Oh, uh, yeah. And yeah. I had fear that I would just drink more if I followed becoming a bartender. So I never became a bartender because of it. Yeah. Well, I know I bartended for a while on and off and, um, yeah, I drank my face off when I bartended. I really did. Especially when, you know, you're allowed to have that free after worker when yeah. you're cleaning up. Yeah. That free after worker turned into like three o'clock in the mornings coming home. Yeah. Stumbling. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, just, it's, I just, uh, I knew that wouldn't have helped. Right. So. Right on. But, well, that's uh, good. I, I, that's good, man. Like, so the theme I'm seeing is, or hearing with you and with me and, uh, with a lot of the Facebook groups that, uh, I'm a part of now, um, on the, on the NA side, metal detecting also, it's the same thing. Um, it's a community, uh, support is huge. Like, Man, like, I know people do it without support, but to have that support it makes all the difference in the world. Yeah. That being said, like, anyone listening, if you're afraid to talk to anyone around you or you don't have the support, I mean, mostly everyone that listens to this knows me, has my number. I have a new email for this channel and this podcast, on the wagon 23 at gmail.com. Please feel free to reach out to me. I would never, ever, ever like release your name to anyone or tell anyone that you contacted me or anything. Charles, I know you said the same thing to me. Yeah. Um, you said, dude, if you ever need anything, man, give me a call, like any freaking time of the night. And yeah. I'm, I'm going to put myself out there a hundred percent and say the same thing to anyone, any time of the night, mm -hmm. as long as I wake up, I'm, I can be a pretty heavy sleeper sometimes, but yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, I mean that support system, it, it makes all the difference in the world. My wife, Lindsay, I, there's no way in hell I could have done it without her. I mean, mm -hmm. towards the end of my, 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 uh, my drinking career, uh, she was probably a thread away from separating from me, like giving up. Yeah. Um, so I'm, um, I can't thank the stars enough for 
putting whatever they put in my brain that morning one year ago to say, hey, dude, enough's enough. Yeah. Time to time to heal yourself. Time to move on. Time, I guess, time to grow up as a as a as a man as the yeah. man the potential time to live the to the potential that i have yeah potential. to use your word i love that word man yeah i, I no, even I, wrote I, it down I, on my notebook here yeah i wanted to share it because i was i was actually you ever get those moments when you're listening to something or you're watching a movie and it literally takes your breath away in emotion oh yeah oh yeah that's what happened when i was in a meeting and someone started talking about potential it, it choked me up because I was yeah. like, holy, I said, holy, I was like, holy crap. I've been, I've been like, not able to succeed like I know I can because I'm in this fog, you know what I mean? And it yeah. was like, it was like a light bulb went off and I'm like, oh, you know, I, I know that I can do better than this. You know what I mean? Oh, and yeah. uh, I would, if you don't mind, I would also say to, to listeners that you know if you fall down don't let that don't don't let that keep you down you know what i mean because oh, yeah. part of success i've always told myself this too is part of success is failure you know you look again you look at all the inventions these inventions weren't made the first time you know this the success didn't come immediately you know yeah all things invented all success in the world came through lots of trial and error and lots of fail failing quote unquote yep. failing. But yep. you know, I've, I'm not fixed today. I'm just back up on the horse and fighting even harder. You know what I mean? I can't, yep. you know, I can't give up. I just got to keep going, you know? So yep. don't give up. Just keep, just keep going and reach out to, you know, whatever support you can get and Corey's email, whatever you need to do. Yeah. And if you want to throw email, mine in there too, man, go ahead. I'll, I'll be as available as I can for people. Yeah. Right on. Anyone listening that knows Charles, you know, hook him up. Um, you don't want me to put your email out, do you? I can put it in the notes if you want me to. Yeah. Wherever you're putting uh, your info, you can, you can okay. put mine there. Yeah, I'll put it all in the notes. I'll put it in the show notes. You'll see it in uh, this, uh, Blah, blah, blah. the description there we go um and, uh, i'll do my I best to reach that. out you know be available for people because sometimes they do say i mean this is another true saying that i always kind of chuckled at because i didn't understand it was um you know they'll say you know to, to pick up that you know thousand pound phone and i'm like what the heck does that mean yeah well it means it's very uncomfortable to reach out for help. Yeah. And it's so uncomfortable that you can't pick the phone up. Yeah. Not physically, but mentally. Yep. So that, that huge phone first becomes, step. Yeah. It becomes a thousand pounds because it's, yep. you know, at least I know for myself is I've always been the type of person that was like, man, I can do this on my own. You know, I, I yeah. figure out everything on my own, but this, this one here, I could never figure out on my own, obviously, because I drank yeah. for all these years and I couldn't fix myself, you know? Yeah. So I needed to reach out and it's okay to reach out. You know what I mean? You know I mean? Oh, this yeah. is, we're here for each other. You know, it's, we gotta, gotta be able to support each other and 
I don't think anyone should should be doing this alone. So, yeah, I'm glad you said that's 100% with you on that one. Um, that initial huge step, man. If you can just take it, break the ice, and let it go where it goes. Let let us pick up. Let us pick up the anxiety from you, and you know. I mean, I'm a year in, not like I'm a professional non-drinker, but a year is a pretty long time. Oh, yeah. Um, two years is going to be longer. You're three months ahead. You'll always be ahead of me. So <laughs> I'm never going to catch up. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, one, day, one day ahead of you. How about that? <laughs> there you go. There you go. Um, but, hey, I mean, I, lo- I, I look up to you. I look ahead at where you're at, and you're, you're, you're only slightly ahead of me. In, in the in the length story or whatever you want to call it. And I, I look at that and I'm like, I can get there. Yeah. And I get there and then I look at you and I'm like, oh, you're still ahead of me. I can get there. <laughs> you know, you're you're my carrot. <laughs> you're my yeah. carrot I'm chasing. Um I'll touch back on, on the medical side a little bit. I lost a lot of weight. Well, you know, I, I was throwing I was packing the calories in, you know. Oh, for sure. So I, I lost all the beer weight. My blood pressure is better. Um, another misconception was that I needed alcohol to sleep. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I didn't because I got the best nights. I mean, I still get some rough nights here and there, but I have slept better than ever since I've been sober. Dude, like, I, it's un, unreal sleep. how much. How, yeah, unreal how good a sleep I get now. Yeah, so it just, it does mess with all of, you know, your chemicals in your body, your emotions, your everything, the the antsiness in your body, you know, the uncomfortableness, it's, um, you know, I, I just felt, you, you always say, uh, you, you lie to yourself and say, well, I need alcohol to go to this party, I need alcohol to sleep, I you yeah. create, you know, you create events to drink, you know, it's like, Oh yeah, you really oh, do. You, <laughs> you know, really it's, do. uh, you know, my friend's uncle's birthday. I got to go drink, you know, or even uh, as simple as how the hell am I going to mow the backyard without, oh. without a beer in my hand? <laughs> yeah. Well, I first got, couple I got of times a... doing that was awkward. I was like, well, yeah. this is weird. I have an embarrassing mowing story if I can share it. Yeah, please do. Um, related to drinking. So, I just moved into my house, you know, and of course I can't do anything without drinking. Mowing was a big one. I oh, love yeah. Oh, and I have, I have about two acres, so I got a riding mower and, you know, once I figured out a good spot for my cup holder, I was in business. I could drink and mow the lawn and everything. And I tie a nice little load on as I'm out there mowing and stuff. And, and the one day I, I hit it or I was hitting it early, you know, and it's hot out. Oh yeah. It's, it seems to hit you harder when you're drinking, drinking in the heat. But, uh, I'm out there, I'm doing laps around the garage and, uh, I keep making my circles around the garage. I come back around and I'm like, what the heck, man? Freaking grass is all tore up. And I'm like, I'm like looking at my deck on the mower thinking maybe I lost a wheel or something, you know? Yeah. I'm like, well, that's fine. So I keep going around and I finally come back around. I'm like, now there's two ripped up strips. And I'm like, what the heck's going on here? I look back, I'm dragging my zero gravity chair behind the mower. Oh my gosh. 
you know, because I'm that. And you had no, you had no I idea. Had no idea because I'm trash. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, and I'm, man. and I'm kind of down in a valley. And I'm like, well, now all my neighbors know. You know what I mean? Because oh, they're, yeah, you know, they're. But those, you know, those are the, the moments where it's like, I gotta re, I have to remind myself, of the embarrassing moments of, yeah, you know, because. I can become complacent very easily. Yeah. You know, yeah. so I gotta, I gotta work on gratitude every day and I gotta remember some of them embarrassing moments to keep me straight. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Because if I forget all the devastation that has come along with my drinking, I'll wind up doing it again too. You know? Yeah. But mm-hmm. I try to share some of those stories and, and remember myself just because it's like, it's embarrassing. You know what I mean? Like, you know, if I was a neighbor up on the hill looking down, watching this guy dragging his lawn chair around, I'd be yeah. like, man, he's obviously, you know. Yeah, what the hell's this guy's deal? You know, crooked lines in the grass, you know. Oh, yeah. Um, it, you know, your lines become a lot straighter when you're not drinking, when you're mowing grass too. So. I appreciate mowing grass now, <laughs> like to no end. I look at my yard, I'm like, damn, it looks really good. You know, like you take yeah. pride in it now. Like before yeah. I, before it was just a chore so I could go out and drink. Now it's like, I, I'm like an old man. I'm, I'm a 43 yeah. year old, old man. Like get off my lawn. old. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and that's okay. Cause I, I take pride in it. So Speaking of, um, speaking of lawns too, um, made me think about this as well. Like I'm a nature guy. I like being out, out in nature and stuff. And as I sobered up, I could smell things better. I yeah, like, dude. I'll be out in the woods and I'm, it's like, uh, you can smell and, and I'm noticing things more, you know what I mean? Cause yeah. it's like, again, I'm going to jump back to the fog is now I walk around my property and I'm, I'm noticing like all these beautiful birds in the trees and yeah. all this stuff that really at the time wasn't important to me. You know yeah. what I mean? It was like, yeah. all I cared about was drinking. Yep. Yep. And I would, and I would take care of the bare minimum in my life, you know? And, and I miss, you miss out on all the beauty that this world actually has when you really take a good look and you're clear headed, you look around and all the sounds and, you know, the wildlife and wherever you live, you know, um, just the beauty, you know, even, even if you live in, in a city, you can look up, there's the sky, you know, it's a blue, beautiful sky right there. You know what I mean? Yeah, Sometimes yeah. you don't see that when you're in that ball of drinking, you know, you really don't, as you know, I, I bought a drone and speaking of beauty and nature and all that, I started like just flying and taking pictures of sunsets. Like mm-hmm. I look like, Oh my God, look at that. I get my drone real quick, go up and fly it. And like, I'm in awe at my pictures. I'm sure they're super amateurish to anyone else that knows what the hell they're doing. But to me, I'm like, dude, look at this. Like I even put yeah. them on my Facebook, like guys, check this out. But I, yeah, yeah it's, it's a whole new outlook on everything. It really never, is. Yeah. I never thought I would look at it life like that, but that's kind of where, where it's headed. Like it's, you know, I'm, I'm just more aware of the details around, you know, out in the world. Yeah. So yeah, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah, it's awesome. But um, yeah, I just uh, I'm just 
really thankful to be here. I'm, I'm grateful to be here and able to, to talk about some things and hopefully it helps some, some people that are listening. Yeah. I'm very grateful that you could uh, come on here and tell some of your story and just chat for, well, it looks like an hour now. That's, yeah, that's awesome, man. I definitely appreciate it. And yeah, I mean, I, like I said, I, I've, I've looked up to you. Once I found out you don't drink also, I kind of emulated some of the things that you would do and, you know, watching your Keystone history hoarders, by the way, that's his metal detecting group, Keystone history hoarders, check them out on YouTube, check them out on Facebook. Um, definitely cool hobby to get into. Uh, so one, I was following you for metal detecting stuff, you know, looking at what you were doing, kind of learning off you there. I'm now learning off you in this uh, new world of no alcohol. Um, it, it's it's just awesome, dude. I appreciate everything you do, man. And thank you, thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, that's uh, that means a lot. It really does. For sure. Awesome. And uh, thanks for having me on here, and and I appreciate it. Um, you have a Merry Christmas. Yeah, Merry, Merry Christmas, year, brother. Everybody. Yes. Um, yes, indeed. And, uh, be grateful. Just be grateful for today, what you have. You know what I mean? Yep. Couldn't say it any better. Thanks, Corey. All right. Thank you, man. I'll uh, I'll talk to you soon. Um, if you can hang out for a minute once I hit stop, and uh, sure. we'll go from there. All right. All right goodbye, everybody. Stay gold.